Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thanks for joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates, Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. Myself, my name is Chris Swan. Really do appreciate you taking time to spend with us here today. Here's how you reach out, 419-794-3030. That's the phone number, 419-794-3030. Online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. On today's show, we're going to talk about the kind of personalized service you get from an independent financial professional like the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. Annuities. Are they good or bad? And do you go with a big brand name for your retirement or do you shop local? We'll talk about why that might make a difference. But first, let's open up the show with a question. What are some of the awkward tasks that you would pay someone else to deal with? That's what a new poll by Airtasker asked. It found that calling a locksmith when you're locked out is number one on the list. Others in the top five include assembling IKEA furniture and fixing your kid's haircutting quote-unquote accident. Yet when it comes to retirement planning, surveys show only about half of pre-retirees and retirees actually use a professional, use a financial advisor. Plus, not everyone uses an independent health professional when getting health insurance or Medicare. Before we talk about why that's a bad idea, let me check in. Guys, how are you doing? And do you find any of this information relatable? I'm doing great. You know, speaking of uh, getting locked out of your car, I can uh, remember that happening over in Waterville when I was filling up the gas. So <laughs> not a good experience if anybody's ever had that happen. And uh, the other thing that they were talking about there just a second ago is cutting your own hair. I was heading off for a weekend drill when I was uh, heading up north to suffrage in the Marine Corps and the reserves. And I was short on time, and I thought it'd be a good idea to cut my own hair. <laughs> and, you know, wouldn't you know it, the commanding officer is walking down the hall and literally stops, and he's like, um, you're getting your hair cut at lunch today, aren't you? I'm like, <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, needing to fix that up, tidy it up a little bit, I'm sure. Absolutely. So, you know, those are the risks of things that you, you might do by yourself as opposed to going to a professional, those tedious tasks. Are there any things that people may find tedious that uh, that you actually do enjoy? They, they mentioned, you know, assembling Ikea furniture there. And I have to admit, I kind of like uh, that. It's it's adult Legos, you know, for me, it's just it's kind of putting it together. But is there anything that, that is out of the ordinary that, that you actually enjoy? Chris, are you serious? You enjoy doing that? I mean, it's not, I'm not going to spend the entire day doing it, but I don't mind if we have a dresser or two. I'll, I'll sit there, I'll put them together. It's fine. Once you put you together know, one of them, you know how to do all of them, honestly. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's yeah, cookie cutter after the mm-hmm. first one. You know, it's funny because, um, you know, when your kids are, are younger and uh, when, when you are first into the business, you know, you don't have the money to do a lot of things, uh, pay for things to be done. So yeah. you have to do them yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm at a point where I don't have the patience sure. or the blood pressure to put <laughs> IKEA furniture together anymore. But Nolan, I can honestly tell you, I don't know that I've ever locked my keys in my car. I, I, I don't think I ever have. And I know I've never cut my hair. My own hair, that's for sure. Um, but I'll tell you a really quick story about that. My daughter, whose birthday's past uh, the 6th, actually, um, she turned 22 years old. Well, when she was 4 years old, I get up and I go uh, golfing with the buddies and uh, on a Saturday morning, bright and early, and uh, I come home, and um, uh, their mother, she decides to go out shopping, so I'm in charge of the kids. I fall asleep on the couch. When I wake up, um, my wife at the time comes home and she's like panicking. And I go, what's the matter? What's the matter? And my daughter cut her own hair with round nose scissors, you know, like they have in school, right? And she shoved the hair down in the side of the uh, wastebasket in the, in the kitchen. And, you know, here we are trying to figure out what are we going to do. And, you know, I probably should have had someone babysit the kids instead of doing it myself. But... Um, uh, those are crazy things. But now, you know, I'm at a point in my life where I'm not too proud to admit that I rely on other people and, and you know, use their resources. And if they're willing to help, um, uh, you know, be humble and accept their help, you know. And uh, you can afford to put the IKEA to, or pay someone to put the IKEA together. So I do that for sure. I feel almost at the point, though, it, when, by the time you can get around to paying someone to assemble the IKEA furniture, you should just buy better furniture. That's probably <laughs> going to be the move. But- <laughs> that's true. Well, <laughs> that's a good point. But but if you have, you'll Chris, you'll see, you'll figure this out because uh, your little one, when he gets to that age, 
when they move into their dorms or their apartments or whatever, you're going to need to put some furniture together again, and you may not uh, may not want to do it at that point of your life. No, that's fair. I'll keep that in mind. I got a couple years on that one, but but let's talk about the main thing here. Uh, why do you guys feel it's a bad idea to not use a financial advisor or a health professional? Well, I mean, if you look at the numbers, you know, you've got over a quarter of the respondents say that you know they have had awkward situations to deal with. They, you know, think about nothing else, and over. Uh, 37% claim they would, you know, affect their sleep. Um, one in four say they lose two to three nights of sleep per month worrying about awkward situations. And, you know, when it comes to your, your finances, and especially when it comes to retirement time, you, they say you only get one shot at getting it right. You know, nobody wants to retire and then have to go back to work. Right. And, you know, when we think about it, you know, losing sleep and stuff like that, a lot of that has a big impact on the emotions of investing. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's been so many studies that have been out there about the roller coaster rides of investing. And in fact, um, this goes back even to the tulip craze. It's been here for, for hundreds of years where, you know, people were overpaying for the price of tulips. In fact, they were paying what the annual salary was for somebody back at the time for a tulip. And then we know with the Black plague happened that uh, the prices plummeted and, you know, people panicked and just sold everything that they had. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we've seen that happen with like real estate, Um, even on the extreme of real estate nowadays with people uh, overpaying. I had a meeting earlier this week uh, with a client and he was talking about their place in Florida, how it was just a competing war for what people were willing to pay for that. Uh, And that's going to be a kind of a painful lesson. But you know, what happens, and I think one of the, the mistakes of, you know, this is the emotions of investing can kind of get you, you know, caught off guard. And, and emotions of making even healthcare decisions can be dangerous, too. Oh, no, there's no doubt about it. If, if you're not sleeping a couple of nights and, and because you've got some um, awkward situations that you're really concerned about, I mean, that's going to affect not only, you know, your emotional investing and decisions you make there, but it's also going to affect your health. It's a proven fact, you know, that your health can really be impacted by lack of sleep. And if you're worrying, you know, you're going to have high blood pressure, you're going to have um, sleep issues, you're going to be tired, and you're not going to make good conscious decisions on anything you do in life, let alone your investments. Yeah, you can, you know, talking about why it's a bad idea to not use a financial professional or, or healthcare professional, you know, when making some of those decisions. Beyond the emotional impact of it, uh, what I also looked and wrote down is talking about blind spots. Sure. You know, um, I recently, uh, I've got a a Shelby uh, F-150 Raptor. Mm -hmm. I decided to take it up to Holly, Michigan recently. They have an off-road course over there. It's kind of like the sand dunes. And, you know, going up there and and, and off-roading, you know, there's some positives that, you know, having somebody that's had that experience. I haven't off-roaded. Uh, since I took a Jeep up at Silver Lake when the kids, actually, I think my youngest son wasn't even born. It was just Carter. But at that point, you know, I had paid somebody to Mm -hmm. go with me and they were saying, you know, punch it, punch it, punch it, punch it. All right, 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 right. right. And so you have the advantages of working with a pro, somebody who's done it before, um, you know, driving there in, in the truck is kind of dangerous. There's a lot of areas that are pretty narrow. Mm-hmm. You know, you can roll the truck. Um, in fact, at Holly, there's a uh, the billboard sign is the local ER. So I'm like, <laughs> man, I don't want to have to use that. So if, if you think about it, I think, again, missing blind spots, that is one of the other advantages of think of working with a professional, whether it's your financial or healthcare decisions. You know, over the course of our offices here at America's Retirement Headquarters, we have a combined hundred years of experiences and we've helped hundreds and hundreds of families mm-hmm that are close to or in retirement time go through that retirement process. And so, you know, I oftentimes say I've almost seen everything happen. Right. I mean, and I'm sure in your case with, you know, healthcare wise, we've, we've almost seen everything happen. So it's, you know, able to kind of walk them through that. And then, um, even down to the point of, I think it's a good idea to have kind of a second set of eyes, um, you know, having the second set of eyes is good. So I also had people in the car, like my kid in the back seat and his, his other buddy, and he could be looking out and saying, hey, you know, there's another vehicle coming, you know, watch out for that. The other thing is, is, you know, having somebody with experience, again, going back up to the, the Holly Park in my Michigan experiences, 
I didn't really know what equipment to bring. Right. Exactly. So we were rip roaring it around um, this track and, you know, just jumping and, and having an absolute great time. And my son's like, Dad, can I do it? I'm like, sure, go right ahead. And he's doing the same thing, rip roaring it around. Well, you know, come to find out, he landed the Shelby just a little bit off. So the front right wheel hit first. Oh, no. And apparently, based upon that impact, it knocked off the serpentine belt. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, the serpentine belt really controls pretty much everything in that sure. car. So he loses power steering, and then I'm watching him because he was driving. I'm watching him, and we were sitting out by this pond, and he's going up the embankment. I'm like, "What is he doing?" You know. But come to find out, he had he had lost that. Now, I, the equipment that I brought was like lunch sandwiches. <laughs> I brought some water. And then he pulls over, and I'm looking at a serpentine belt. And I don't know about you, but I have never changed a serpentine belt. But thanks to Google, Google really oh, can yeah. help you out. We Googled it. Uh, we actually found the diagram of the serpentine belt. But to get a serpentine belt in, you have to have, like, this wedge yep. to loosen this one pulley, which is what allows you to get it in there. Well, you know, I don't have any tools with me at all. Uh, luckily, we were able to look around and uh, and talk to some people and actually uh, got to give a big props to the sheriff department up there because he had finally come down after about an hour of us uh, monkeying around trying to figure out what to do. Sure. And he ended up having the wrench. So, you know, next time I know and next time I go, I start to know some of the equipment mm -hmm. to bring. And that's the same is true in retirement time or even making financial decisions. You know, if you have somebody that has experience, they're going to tell you what type of an equipment do you need to have to go into retirement time. You know, that equipment could be Excellent. things like stocks or annuities or things like, you know, high deductible plans or what type of choices that you make. Yeah, and you know, you've had that experience. You've gone through it. You've seen the different plans out. It's just like me with with healthcare. I give real life examples. I've got you know, my parents have had a plethora of of health issues and and um, you know, medical claims. And for someone that's been in the business as long as we have, like you said, we've pretty much seen a lot of everything out there. There are still things that I I haven't seen yet, um, and we have the resources available to find where to get the information for them but but you know going in alone or going in direct with a company is 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 probably not the best option because you're not going to get that real life professional experience uh recommendations like you and i have it's just it's just not going to happen well i think about it and again some other real life examples so one of the people we had in as a client uh, a couple of years ago had brought in their home and auto insurance sure. so we had gone through, we took a look at their home and auto insurance policy. I actually have a home and auto insurance license. Mm -hmm. Scott has a home and auto insurance license. We don't actively sell it. Just, you know, we have that so we're knowledgeable. We work a lot with like the Westgate agency mm -hmm. or other uh, you know companies in town to help out. But by looking at the policy, what we noticed is they had outbuildings and in, in their outbuildings they had some really cool equipment and cars. Their outbuilding actually wasn't covered mm -hmm. under their home and auto insurance policy. Now, luckily, nothing happened, right? right? We were able to catch that before. But talk about a blind spot that could catch you off guard and the advantages of having that second set of eyes to take a look at it. There was also a time where I was teaching one of the classes. And, you know, we teach a lot of classes at, uh, you know, different events. In fact, we have a couple of events coming up. We're talking about the markets today. And so if you're worried about blind spots and some of these traps, I'd encourage you to go over to our website, americasretirementheadquarters.com, click on the events tab, and you can see the different events that we're teaching uh, coming up, talking about the markets and the economy, so you don't get caught in these blind spots. But here I was. I was over at Swanton. I was teaching a class to mm -hmm. a group of retirees, and after the class got over, this lady had come up to me, uh, really was in tears, quite frankly, because you know she had shared with me the fact that recently she had lost her husband, her husband had passed away. And when she went to make a claim on her life insurance, uh, her life insurance policy didn't pay out on the claim. And, you know, come to find out talking with her a little bit further, what happened was she had accidental life insurance. Oh, gosh. And her husband died of natural causes. You know, so in that scenario, again, it wasn't an accident. Right. So they were under the assumption that she was going to be taken care of and it, it, it didn't work out that way. And 
another real life example that you know we oftentimes see too many times is, is beneficiary mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you Google the pension pickle, there's a really good article about a school teacher who, when she started school, set up uh, her beneficiary on her retirement plan, and she was young at the time. She named her sister as beneficiary. And years later, she got married, had a family, never had thought to update her beneficiary form. Uh, Ultimately, she passed away. And when they pulled the beneficiary form, when her husband went to the school and said, you know, unfortunately, I lost my wife. I'd like to collect her pension and retirement. They looked at the beneficiary form, and the beneficiary form had listed the sister and never updated it. Wow. And so this case actually went all the way to the Supreme Court. Mm And the Supreme Court, you know, they had the kids get up. Mom and dad loved each other. They were a happy couple. And the court said, yeah, it's, it's fairly obvious that she would have wanted the life insurance to go right. to her spouse. But unfortunately, it's what's in writing. And what's in yeah. writing says it's the sister. And that's a legal document. I mean, it's, you can't change that. Yeah, so we, we created something else that we created. So if you're listening today and you haven't got a copy of it, we have created the ultimate estate planning checklist that way you can avoid things like these beneficiary mistakes because you know things happen um i also had a situation it was uh, about a year ago somebody was referred to our office because her mom was in a nursing home uh and her mom you know really wasn't doing very well and so the daughter had taken a look at mom's retirement accounts Mm -hmm. and noticed that mom did not have a beneficiary listed on her retirement accounts This daughter is the only survivor, so there's no husband involved. Mm -hmm. She's the only child. Um, You know, to me, again, fairly obvious that mom would have wanted probably her assets to go to her only daughter. Right. But they didn't have the proper legal documents in place to be able to change the beneficiary form. So she didn't have a power of attorney or anything of that nature in place. Yes, and, and even more so for folks that are listening, if you have a power of attorney, and that power of attorney is naming somebody who's going to be a beneficiary. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless the power of attorney specifically states their authority to change beneficiary designations under a power of attorney mm-hmm. and what type of an account, like retirement or non-retirement accounts, mm-hmm. it very well may not be able to happen. Again, I'm not an attorney. I tell you to consult your attorney about it. But, you know, we've seen that happen in a couple of situations where, you know, a beneficiary being a child oftentimes wants Mm -hmm. to change the beneficiaries or get things done while mom and dad are incapacitated. And it's not able to happen because, again, these are things that, you know, people, they get caught off guard. It's those blind spots that people are not aware of and, and things that it can be done beforehand. The same thing comes into play with health insurance as well. I mean, you can talk about life insurance. You can talk about your home and auto insurance, not having a proper coverage and not having that person out there to, to help you and work, you know, on your side. I had a young, a young gentleman, uh, he was in his mid to early 40s and came into some inheritance money and decided he was going to retire. Good for him, you know, who doesn't want to retire. You know, so he reached out to me and, and I talked to him about his health insurance and, uh, you know, at under age 65, he only has the Unaffordable Care Act that he can deal with. So he ends up going through the whole process. I give him all the numbers. I go through all of his options. And he says to me, well, you know what? I think I'm going to self-insure. And I I looked at him. I go, "Uh, you're going to self-insure? Because I knew how much he had inherited. I knew how much his assets were for his retirement. And I go, are you sure what you want to self-insure? I said, because here's the situation that you could come across. You could end up having a catastrophic health claim that is going to eliminate your inherited money that you're investing. At that point, your only option is to go back to work. Well, if this catastrophic claim is a medical condition that's going to prohibit you from going back to work and making a good, decent living, now you've got the double whammy. You're out of money. You can't get a job. And you could have saved all of that by purchasing health insurance. You know, so you need that professional. You need someone that is at least going to give you different options, kind of talk you off the ledge like this this gentleman. He, uh, you know, I, I never did hear from him again, so I don't know what he did, but uh, I surely hope that he, he did something with health care. Yeah, it really did. And, you know, if you're just tuning in, uh, what we're doing today is we're talking about, you know, why we feel 
it's a bad idea to not use a financial advisor or, or healthcare professional as you get closer to or, or move into retirement time. And so we've talked about some of these blind spots and things that, you know, blow you up. Now you're starting to talk a little bit about, you know, choices. And I think that's one of the other advantages that are out there, especially again, working with somebody who's independent, not captive, who is, you know, like our firm. But when we look at choices, again, I say, let's go back to the facts. And one of the facts that's out there is currently 70% of people take social security before their full retirement age. Mm -hmm. By doing so, what they're doing is they're taking a lifetime penalty for their benefits. Yep. You know, and I oftentimes I'll ask people, well, why are why would you do that? And the two most common questions I hear people say, well, is Social Security is going to go broke. I better get it while I can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or I've run the numbers on it and I got to live to my mid-70s before I even break even. And, you know, if you look at Social Security, one, it's backed by the full faith and pledge of the United States government. And, and again, I'm not here to say that our government's perfect, but that's a government guarantee. United States is still the greatest country ever. You know, we have some challenges and, sure. you know, leadership issues, inflation, but it's still the greatest country. So you have the, a guarantee by the government. It's, you know, inflation-adjusted income. It goes up as inflation goes up. It's guaranteed for life. It has survivor benefits for your spouse. It has spousal benefits. So it has so many great features. And instead of looking at it to, I had to live to my mid-70s to break even, why don't you look at it as a great income source? And again, talking about choices, maybe it makes sense to pull a little bit extra out of the investment accounts right. or your savings in those early years so you're getting those guaranteed increases on your benefits. Um, as you talked about, you had mentioned a gentleman that didn't call back about getting health insurance. He was going to self-insure. Um, you know, I had a very similar situation, mm -hmm. too, where, you know, somebody had retired at the age 62. They're like, you know, Medicare is not that far off. I'm just going to, you know, wing it until yep. 65. And, yep. and, you know, nothing's happened. We've got, you know, good scenario. Um, his terrible situation with the husband ended up getting cancer. Mm. And, you know, we all know what the bills are when that type of scenario sure. happened was. And so, uh, unfortunately, he did pass away. And so they had amounted all of these bills. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what the hospital did? They billed her. They sued her. Yeah. They yeah. billed her and they, sued her. There's no question. That's, and that's what's going to happen. You know, here's the thing that, you know, working with, you know, myself and, and Nolan, one of the great things is we have the resources available to show you ways to avoid that situation. I mean, there's several opportunities for you to protect against that exact example you gave, Nolan. And one of those would be a short-term plan. You know, if you're a few months, if you're six months or a year, and, uh, you know, you are looking at the marketplace plans and they're so expensive that you just don't see how that's going to fit your budget, you also have the opportunity for a short-term plan. Now, these people probably were never talked to about that and probably never knew that they could actually purchase a short-term plan. Short-term plans are designed to actually cover that gap, you know. Uh, you have a, a college student that graduates from college. They go into uh, a job, and they're, they may have a 90-day probation period. Well, they need coverage for that 90 days, and the way to protect themselves is a short-term plan. Uh, same thing would be at age 26. You know, if you uh, are on your parents' plan, you're 26 years old, you are booted off of your parents' plan at 26, Quite frankly, I think that that's a long time. To, I mean, if you don't have something figured out by 26, which a lot of people don't, but if you don't, I mean, you've, you've got other issues than health insurance, I can tell you that. But at 26, you could be booted off your parents' plan, and if you don't have coverage yet, a short-term plan can help that. It's much more affordable. Uh, you know, if anybody out there listening has any questions on short-term plans, if you're in that between jobs or uh, have a situation or uh, somebody that has a need for that, you know, I'd be happy to help and uh, go through and explain how all of those coverages work. But you can definitely protect yourself against just about anything out there if you have the proper resources available. Yeah, I'd say, you know, the final, I know before long we're coming up here on a break, but I'd say the other, you know, advantage of working with a financial professional for your retirement or even, you know, healthcare needs is what I would call better opportunities. Mm -hmm. uh, another good example of that is I met with some clients here recently that came in the office and the, their question was, 
you know, why did you sell my bonds when the bonds were down so far this year? You know, sure. bonds have been down this year as well as stocks. And the answer was, in my opinion, better opportunities. You know, so when you look at it, they said, well, I thought, you know, we were taught to never sell when investment was down. And yes, bonds are down a little bit this year. But in my opinion, you know, over the long term, stocks probably have a better growth potential and a better opportunity to bounce back quicker than bonds. So again, looking at it as a better opportunity. And then, you know, had we not had that conversation, they wouldn't have known what that opportunity was. We see that sometimes with things like the fixed rates and fixed index annuities. Um, there's a lot of fixed rates that are back up at that three to four percent range that many investors are still stuck with the almost zero or mm -hmm. under one percent range. Or even in this case, could be another option and an alternative, you know, for bond funds and, and rising, uh, you know, rising rates. Um, you know, sometimes people uh, think of things like annuities and they say, well, I don't like annuities because I don't like surrender charges. Right. Well, if you look at what the performance of the, the bond index has been this year, which is down, you know, depends again when you look at it, you know, 10 percent, uh, that's almost as terrible as yeah. taking a surrender charge in certain cases. Yeah. I mean, it could, you could actually paint it with whatever brush you want. It could be called a surrender charge. I yeah. mean, it's down so much. It's definitely the value has gone down for sure. So there's a whole lot of reasons I think that it makes sense to, to have a conversation, and we'd always love to have a conversation. Again, there's nothing wrong with deferring to professionals, especially when it comes to something as important as your retirement, the 30, 40 years you're going to spend in your retirement. I want to circle back. Uh, to the beginning there, Nolan, when you were talking about uh, going up to, to Holly, Michigan and, and the serpentine belt coming off, you said, next time I go, I'll know the right tools to take. If you encounter mistakes in retirement, there shouldn't be a next, well, next time I retire, I'm going to make sure I do this or I do that. No, the, the plan is to retire once and stay retired. So why not defer to the team that, again, combined 100 plus years of industry experience uh, like you get with America's Retirement Headquarters, real easy to get in touch with, 419 794-3030 is the number. It's 419-794-3030. Or you can go online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. Always available there. Click on the events tab there. Uh, to find out more information about the events that they've got coming up, being taught in, in campuses uh, around around uh, the Michigan and Ohio area. The events tab at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Guys, a new survey uh, looked at something we talk about pretty often on the show, the annuity. The research found an annuity element inserted into a portfolio gave it more financial sustainability throughout retirement. Now, when you're looking at doing the same thing for clients, how much of a retirement plan would an annuity occupy and what, what kind of factors come into play there? Well, I think annuities are, you know, one of those topics that are, you know, misunderstood. There's good annuities, there's bad annuities, just like there's good stocks and bad stocks. And, you know, to, to kind of figure out that question, it, it actually depends, right? So uh, in a, the scenario that we have created, our philosophy, I've got two great educational videos for you, our listeners out there. Um, one, go over to our YouTube channel, and on YouTube, uh, what you can do is you can take a look at what is a fixed index annuity. So on YouTube, type in America's Retirement Headquarters. I'd encourage you to subscribe to our channel, but type in, when you get to our channel, uh, if you scroll down or just look at the one on uh, how a fixed index annuity is, it'll kind of walk you through the mechanics of it. The second one is take a look at the video on what our trademark system is called the independent income system. So with the independent income system, what it is is our methodology and belief as far as how a retiree should position their portfolio to do like what we're talking about here, which is to try to get the highest potential return for the level of risk that they're comfortable with. And one of the categories that we look at is we look at what is called reliable income. So when you look at reliable income, that's things like your social security, your pensions, and quite frankly, an annuity can be considered a reliable source of income. So, you know, with some type of an annuities, you have a, a contractual guarantee with an insurance company. And of course they say, you know, the guarantee is only as good as the insurance companies, but you know, you want to work with financially sound, strong companies, but a, a company, you could give them a set amount of money and you, they would in turn tell you if, and when you want to take income, how much income that they would guarantee for a set period of time or, or for somebody's life. So I had met with some folks earlier this week. We were talking about their situation. He's uh, recently retired 
um, but still fairly young and, you know, may do something different for 10 more years until he gets to what he wants to be fully retired. And so when we were looking at it, we were looking at his retirement sources of what he had, and he had a traditional 401k, which, you know, most of our listeners probably have a 401k or an IRA. And then I asked about his pension, and his, his company did not offer a pension, nor did his wife have a pension that she's offered through work. So when we looked at reliable income sources and flash forward to looking at things 10 years down the road, their only reliable income source is going to be Social Security. So where an annuity may make sense in their situation is to put something in place that would give them enough sources of reliable income to cover what is called the minimum monthly income needs. So oftentimes retirees only look at, you know, how much money can I take, uh, whether it's the 4% rule or things like that. But, you know, break it down into minimum monthly income needs and an ideal income. So the ideal income is going to include the vacations, all the fun stuff. But for your minimum monthly income, your food, your housing, your basic necessities of life, I think that income needs to be coming from reliable sources and an, an annuity is a vehicle that's been around for you know hundreds of years that can you know help in that type of scenario now the second thing that i would say as a numbers nerd we run portfolio optimization scenarios mm -hmm. all the time and mathematically scientifically you could see where replacing uh, certain assets out of a portfolio will help drive risk down and increase potential return in a portfolio. Um, so that could be another scenario where not only does it help with sustainable income through retirement, mm -hmm. it also helps with creating you know more predictable income, lowering that risk level down. Uh, again, another good example is I had recently met with a couple and they had set it and forget it in their 401k. Okay. And, and they really, they set it and forget it. And it wasn't until this year that they decided to come in and see us because the market's been good. Sure. You know, so the market hadn't had any hiccups, but after, you know, losing, they said $60,000 so far with the market was down. They wanted to get, again, a second opinion to say, should we do something different? Mm -hmm. And so what we found is what we found that the portfolio really wasn't optimized in the most efficient manner to achieve the outcomes that they wanted to get through. We took their investments, we put it in a software that we use called Riskalyze, and the Riskalyze came back that they had about an 80 out of 100 level risk of how their portfolio has been allocated. Now, quite frankly, the set it and forget it's been a good scenario for a long time because except for that flash crash that we had in the COVID in 20, you know, 2020, right. it hasn't been since 2008 that we really have had a sustained downturn in the market. So this time it's you know now lasted a couple of months. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit more concerned that if things get worse. And so then when we looked at it, the risk score of 80, again, was probably good because the market's been growing. But now, again, they're, you know, from 2008 to today, a lot more money than what they had then, right. a lot closer to retirement time. So then the next thing we did is we took them through a risk assessment. And with the risk assessment, they came back that they should be allocated at about a 52. So the 52 level risk. And so now here we are. The market's already beat you up. Yep. The risk score is too high for where you're comfortable with. So the question is, is, you know, do you go to cash? And if you go to cash, at what point do you get back in? Right. And he literally said the same thing that we hear so many people say all the time is, well, I'll get back in when things get better. Well, that's too late. Well, yeah. It's, when it's the things, double whammy. When, it costs when things more, get yeah. better, you know, absolutely. So, I mean, short term, yes, you are invested too high from a risk tolerance standpoint that there are things that we need to do to bring it down. So this is another example where, again, utilizing the fixed index annuity can help bring down that risk level, yet put him in a position where he's able to participate and a percentage of those gains if and when the market goes up. Now, in the scenario, again, if you're a listener, those are things that we can look at in your portfolio. So if you're uncomfortable with what's happening right now, uh, an annuity may be an option. Now, there are other strategies available too, so we can hedge the portfolio. There's other things that we can do to put you in a position with our protected equities to be able to 
limit and bring down some of this volatility that you're feeling in the portfolio, but be in a position to be able to rally as things come back. We understand that annuities have a bad stigma about them, you know, for the past 20, 30 years. And these are not the annuities of old. And if you are concerned with market volatility, it could be a valuable part of your retirement strategy, uh, especially as market volatility continues and seems to be continuing for the foreseeable future. Certainly a conversation worth having. And the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, the fiduciaries at America's Retirement Headquarters, by the way, meaning acting in your best interest, they're not just going to recommend a product to you because it benefits company X, Y, or Z. No, they're going to, you know, acting in your best interest, if they think it is going to work best for you, they're going to present that option with you and ultimately let you make the decision. But to have that conversation, to see how this could all work for you, give a call, schedule a time to speak with them, 419-794-3030, or go to the website, americasretirementheadquarters.com. Guys, the new list of the most trusted brands in America right now was definitely impacted by the pandemic. Joanna Piacenza was with Morning Consult Brand Intelligence, which conducted the survey. And she tells Yahoo Finance that the top five include Band-Aid, UPS, CVS Pharmacy, and two other familiar brand names. Clorox, Lysol, there's some pandemic influence going on here. But that said, these personal care and health brands, those are the brands that, again, have been along for a really long time. These are the brands that are consistently there delivering on their products. The big brands, the heavy hitters. Of course, there are also some big brand names in the retirement planning industry. Uh, Guys, what sets America's retirement headquarters apart from the behemoths? Well, you know, the first thing that I would say is there is value, I think, in some big brands. I love big brands in a lot of scenarios. In fact, you know, like from an investment standpoint, we work with Charles Schwab. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, they're one of the biggest brands in the financial mm-hmm. services industry. And for us, Charles Schwab is kind of like the shopping center of financial services. So, you know, Schwab doesn't necessarily dictate what a client owns. They allow us to go in and, and pick things out. I like, you know, big names in stocks. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, quality in owning companies and mm-hmm. big brand names too. There's there's great opportunities. You know, where it looks and where things are a little bit different, I'd say, and comparing, you know, what sets us apart to the the big boys is some of the big boy financial services actually are, are somewhat limited in what some of their choices are. Um, you know, they have limitations ultimately in, in what they can do. Um, a, a good example is during the pandemic, uh, we never shut down. Right. Our office was open. Now, you know, I've got a big office here in Maumee at America's Retirement Headquarters. We're able to socially distance and spread out. But that's a time where our clients needed us most. Mm-hmm. Yet a lot of the big brands in town, they just shut their office down for months. And, you know, they weren't able to really do a good job communicating with their clients. I know in health-wise, it's probably a very similar situation where, you know, there's big brand names that you work with, there's some good things. And then, you know, sometimes there's some disadvantages of just the big brand names. Absolutely. You know, a few of the big brand names, Aetna, Anthem, and uh, AARP are probably three of the more well-known and um, prom- predominant in the marketplace. You know, you see those commercials, you know, the Jimmy Walker Dynamites and, and the Three Joes, and they are all pushing those brands. Well, those are national carriers. They're big brands. And and as you said, I know for a fact that those companies during the pandemic, they shut down and they were all remote. And they're still kind of a hybrid type thing that that, that they're doing right now. And and, um, I, like you, Nolan, I like the big brands. You get some more stability with them. Um, You know, they've got the the cash flows and, and they're able to withstand some of the um, uh, the downturns in the market. Yeah, it's good working with big brands. And, uh, you know, we love working with some of the big brands that are out there. But, you know, we apply it to the smaller approach. You know, it's not it's, absolutely you're not just a, a good face for radio. You're somebody that they can get in the car, literally drive over to the office and sit down and have a yes. face to face conversation with. And I think that is one of the challenges. And I mean, we've all had that experience of calling one of these big brands and you know, you know, one of two things is going to happen, right? You're going to have to start the whole conversation over again right, and right. explain it all yep. over again as why you're calling. Or the second thing is they're 
calling and you've got outsourced, uh, you know, to overseas. Absolutely. And that, that happens all the time with every company. The third worst scenario is try calling the federal government right now. Yeah. If you want to call, you know, we talked about the incredible rates that government I-bonds offer right now, close to 10%. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are a listener and you haven't checked out I-bond rates, uh, you really need to. Uh, but like I said, don't call the federal government because after an hour and a half, they didn't even answer the phone. They're right. completely understaffed. But, you know, our small firm, although we don't work for the federal government, you know, we even have a YouTube video that shows you how step-by-step yep. to set up your account right online. We've had, you know, over 125 people to watch that video that we just put up there uh, talking about how to set it up. And, you know, that's some of the things, again, that we can do as, as a smaller choice uh, firm of, of working with it. The other thing that, you know, we were talking just briefly about is, you know, uh, certain products are pushed by certain companies. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, again, we're not here. There's a lot of great people in financial services. Our, uh, hopefully, is one of those, as well as other great firms in town. So there's great, great people in our business. But the reality is, is if somebody comes into our office that I've ne- met before, and they're from one of the big brand name financial services company, mm-hmm. Before they sit down, I can literally tell them what they own. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, I guess uh, you're here, and I am assuming that you own XYZ Investments, Mm -hmm. and they always look shocked. (laughs) But it's because the same solution is given to every single person no matter what. Now, us being a smaller firm, we have a methodology that we follow called the independent income system. There's things that we like, but we offer customized solutions that are tailored to somebody's individual needs. It's not uncommon. Some people, they want to have more Christian values in their Mm -hmm. investment approach. And Mm -hmm. that's makes perfect sense as a, as a Christian family. Um, you know, those are important values. And for people that want to have those values, those are things that we can kind of target down into custom solutions that are, that are available. We talked, uh, briefly the question that we were talking about before was the term annuities. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not saying that annuities are right for everybody, but I think in a lot of situations for people who want to optimize their portfolio, annuities for retirees, uh, can make a lot of sense. There's firms in town that will not sell annuities, right? It is not a financial offering that's out there. In fact, you know, if you look at one of the biggest advertisers on the internet, it's a company that sells against annuities. And so what they recommend is that they recommend you put all of the money in the stock market for a retiree. How's that working out right now? Right. It's not, yeah, it's not, not working out. And again, I love stocks. I think stocks are a fantastic yeah. part of a portfolio, but it, it's a matter of being able to look at the choices. When it comes to retirement, there's no Swiss Army knife approach. There's not one product that's right in every single situation. You need to be able to have choices. And I think some of the smaller firms are able to bring in those big brand names, but be able to give choices to individuals and in looking at their situation. Absolutely. It's like what you said. You know, we have the ability to customize a, a great solution. You know, I am bound by my uh, certifications to be non-biased. So basically what that means is I offer all of the different products. I give solutions that, uh, you know, the information on the different solutions to a person, and they pick and choose what they want. Now, I do have examples, and I can go through different scenarios to help them understand that, but we have the ability to customize the solutions. You know, one of the other things like you said about choices that other firms might not offer, I know that most other advisors with Medicare, a lot of them want nothing to do with your prescription plans. And to be honest with you, you can actually log into Medicare.gov and and go through and put your medications in and, and it spits out a number. Well, there's like 78 different plans available and like we said in in the first segment, you know, having that experience with somebody that knows what they're doing. I've been doing this for almost 28 years now. I know what plans are good, bad, and indifferent. I know and I can help you understand that, yeah, maybe this premium for this drug card is a little bit lower, or but your out-of-pocket expenses are higher. So there's different avenues there. Some of the other things that I do to help people out. And, you know, one of them is I'll go out and help them create a my social security account if they don't have one. You know, we sit here in the office, you know, I plug my laptop into a, a, a big monitor, they can sit here, and they can go through and I can help them navigate through that. Um, you know, I, I'll actually help sign you up for Medicare. 
I mean, these are all things that you have to do on your own, but I'll actually help you navigate through that. And, and what I found with Medicare is a lot of people are so confused by it. They just get all of this information. Uh, I talked with someone earlier this week, and uh, they were told that if I don't sign up, then I'm facing a penalty. And says, well, that's true, but you told me your husband's working and has coverage through work. Well, yeah, but I still have to sign up. I go, no, 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 you, you don't. You know, if you have qualified health coverage through your employer, you don't have to sign up. She says, well, you mean to tell me I won't have a penalty? I go, no. She said, well, how do you know all of this stuff? You know, and I <laughs> said, well, hey, I, I've been doing this a long time. And, um, but, you know, that's a perfect example of how relying on the people and some of the things that we offer here that, that can really help out. I think so. I think, again, you know, even goes back to like what we were talking about before, which is, again, you know, talking to the same person and the same team each time. Absolutely. You know, people will call our office. They'll ask for like Courtney because they know who Courtney is and they know Courtney will get it done. And they know Courtney knows Absolutely. their situation, just like whether they call Chaz or Scott or me, you know, we're, you know, here to be able to kind of help be the same person. Something else that's, you know, really interesting, I think, in our business is, uh, the advantage of working with, you know, somebody local and, you know, um, like our firm or another firm that's local is, you know, who your spouse is going to be talking with right. and working with, with somebody that happens and something happens to you. So there's been, an, I think, several times in the past that, you know, we've had a couple that have come in and, you know, it may be the, the husband who has been managing the portfolio all of these years and, you know, he's done a fairly good job at taking care of their own finances. Uh, but, you know, as he's getting older, he's maybe slowing down, maybe doesn't have the same desire to spend time looking at their research, nor maybe does he have uh, a desire to, you know, deal with the complexity of the markets today. So he's looking for a firm to work with, but more so he wants to know, can I find somebody who's a fiduciary? Can I find somebody who I trust and, mm -hmm. you know, somebody who's going to take care of my wife or my spouse you know, if and when I pass away. Absolutely. And, you know, I think about all of the, the times that we've done that. And, um, you know, I, I can think about a scenario where, you know, I, I lost a, a, a great client and we've got so many great clients, but I had gone over and the gentleman here is at hospice. And I tell you what, the people at hospice are angels on earth. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I went over to hospice and, you know, I was uh, talking with Wayne and, you know, he was just sharing with me. He's like, you know, just tell me everything's going to be all right. And, you know, I was able to reassure him that all of the planning that we have done over the past decade was why we did what we were going to do. And, you know, absolutely his wife is going to be okay. You know, to this day, we still take great care of her. And, you know, her, her children are actually a little bit more involved in helping mom out and, and making some things happen. But, you know, that's what the value of getting a relationship with a firm like ours and we're, you know, we're really here to help with. Yeah, you know, you, you build those relationships. You And I know you, I know myself, and I know you have had this same scenario, but you'll have people actually call you up and ask you questions that have nothing to do with their finances. You know, and, and that speaks volumes. I mean, think about that. If I'm going to call you, uh, my financial guy, and I'm going to call him up and I'm going to ask him a question about something absolutely not related whatsoever to finances, that tells me that we're doing something right and we've got to trust trust factor built in there that people just believe what we're telling them and we're not going to steer them wrong. You know, another great thing that you mentioned is we're local. You know, when you make a phone call, it's here. You know, one of the things with the big brand uh, names that we were mentioning earlier, you call customer service. If you call three times, you're going to get three different people and they could be in three different locations. So there's a great deal of value dealing with us here at um, the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. You know, one of the things that I've put together, and like Nolan has got videos, I've got a couple of videos on my website, americasmedicareassociates.com. And one of the things I did was I put a couple of short videos together where what to expect in your first appointment. You know, so I'll send that email out, uh, you know, when I get that first phone call, I send this little, uh, it's a minute and 15 second video that'll kind of give you an idea what to expect. Uh, and then I also have another video out there that is basically uh, talking about my story and why I do what I do and the passion. And uh, you'll see in that video why I do what I do and, and um, why it's so important to me to help out seniors. So. Working with us here, um, all of the people at America's Retirement Headquarters in general, but um, 
we bring a lot of knowledge and uh, a great deal of value in yeah. Yeah, no, no. Uh, you know, we've only got a couple minutes left on this segment. Today we've been talking about, you know, getting a personalized approach from America's retirement headquarters, getting, you know, some financial guidance for those of you that are close to or in retirement time uh, with your financial help and as well as your health care, you know, whether it's, you know, needing health care before you retire at you know, at age 65 or even at 65 going on Medicare, that's what we can help you with. So you talked to as we maybe kind of wrap up today's show, Scott, a little bit about what like the first appointment looks like. What does that look like when somebody gets together with you? So for me with the um, with Medicare, that first appointment is going to be uh, basically a little fact finding. We're going to do a little sit down. We're going to go through, get some pertinent information if we don't already have it. If it's a client of, of, of the firm already, I'll already have that part of the form filled out. Uh, but then we kind of go through and get an idea on what what your questions might be, what your expectations are, and, and go through the basic knowledgeable information on Medicare. It's very, very non-threatening, uh, uh, and, and at no point do I ever pressure. Uh, I'm just, I've never been a pressure salesman. I mean, it's just not who I am. Uh, but it's a very, very simple process, mostly fact-finding. We talk about original Medicare. We'll go through, uh, if if you're in a crunch time for signing up, we'll go through the different options you're going to have available. We'll talk about how your uh, employer comes into play. And there's a lot of different scenarios come, but it's basically a very, very information-gathering and very, very non-invasive type um, uh, uh, you know, meeting. It's it's very simple and it's very informative. It's a getting to know you period. And you guys both said Absolutely. it a few times. Uh, uh, this is a relationship that is going to be, you know, if, if you choose to, the duration of your retirement, that is a long-standing relationship. And so trust is paramount, being able to trust them, being able to know that you can always access them, uh, being local, that is huge. And so there is a lot of value into what the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, what the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates provides, can provide for you, and being being local and being uh, easily accessible and, and having access to a variety of carriers, not beholden to one or another, uh, can go a long way to hopefully giving you that comfort that you, uh, I think we're all looking for in retirement. So the next step for you, pick up the phone, schedule a time to speak with them, whether it is uh, coming into the office and, and setting up a time there, whether it is attending one of their upcoming events, you can check that out at the events page at americasretirementheadquarters.com or give a call, 419-794-3030. If you have questions about things we've talked about this week on the show, things that we haven't talked about this week on the show, or you just want to go ahead and get started in putting the plan into place, 419-794-3030. I want to thank you, as we always do, for spending some time with us here on America's Retirement Headquarters. Please have a great week ahead of you. And guys, as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Yeah, great quote this week from Samuel Johnson. It's, it is better to live rich than to die rich. So, you know, with COVID, a lot of things got shut down. Things are opening back up. We've got beautiful weather here in Northwest Ohio. And if you put some things off, um, you know, put them back on the schedule. Make it happen, whether it's going up like I did to the uh, sand dunes and mm-hmm. enjoying the lakes or the rivers and things that are out there. Uh, make something happen. So, again, uh, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you being here and listening to us. Uh, just remember, when you think retirement, think the retirement guys and think about us here at America's Retirement Headquarters. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussion should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.